Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Talk Junkies, where tonight's going to be a very interesting night. We got Jesse in the house. He's here right now, sitting down, supporting the red and <clears throat> the red, white, and yellow, whatever the fuck that is. I don't know what it is. There's no yellow on this. I'm just kidding. That's, that's our colors. Not a bandwagon fan. I promise you guys out there. I'm a Chiefs fan since I've been a Chiefs fan since I was five. But anyways, welcome you guys to Talk Junkies. Uh, Johnny's not here. He's just got some stuff going on. Maybe not. He just wants to relax and chill. And that's okay, man. But anyways, uh, the, tonight we're just going to talk briefly about some stuff. Um, I think we'll kind of focus mainly on inflation and what's going on, why people aren't wanting to work. And I think it was, yeah, like 4.3 million people last month quit their jobs. So, I mean, there's just some stuff going on that we need to talk about. But I think we'll open it up with, uh, it's all over the news, all over mainstream media, it's just the Alec Baldwin situation. And I'm just kind of curious. Some for, So from what I've read recently is the director, he's just not very, he doesn't really follow safety protocols. And there's just been some other people who have voiced their, you know, uh, opinions on him on whenever he does things. Like, I forget, there was a, a show on Hulu that he was, uh, re, or he was directing, and people just said he never followed safety protocol. <clears throat> and I, I think I'd have to reread it, but I think he's the one who actually handed Alec the gun. I'd have to reread it. I might be wrong on that, but I think he actually handed You're talking the about the director, uh, not Alec Baldwin himself, but Correct. the director that was yes. working on this. Yes, he's very is. reckless is what they're saying. Okay. Um, and I guess like you have to say it out loud, like, hey, there's a there's a it's a cold gun on set, which means it's an actual gun, but it's not loaded. It just has blanks in it. But for one, I feel for Alec, man, because it, as an actor, I mean I've I've acted in one short film my whole life. But it's it, a great we, film. Yeah. <laughs> but um that's got to be terrible, man, because there was two people injured, one person dead, and you think you're you're just acting. Like, that's insane. That's crazy. Like, how does a loaded gun even enter the, the equation when you're trying to film for, well, for no, a movie? So, so it wasn't like Brandon Lee's case. Brandon Lee, for some odd reason, there was an actual, like, it was a physical round that, that killed him. It was a blank round that killed, that killed the girl. Oh, no, it was a loaded gun. No, it was a blank round. Really? Yeah. I don't I, think so. Maybe, uh, maybe you can it look it up real quick from what I heard because blanks apparently, which I don't know enough about it, but from what I heard that the blanks still killed her somehow, like blanks are still, but then how did it uh, injure someone else who was standing behind her? I don't know. That, that, that's interesting. That's something I didn't Should've say. Should have looked in the more article. into it. Well, I, I, I read a few articles. I didn't, I, maybe I just didn't read it right, but either way, it's a terrible situation to be in, whether it's a blank round or not. Yeah, no, it, it for sure is. Uh, I I couldn't imagine what that would be like. Just thinking, oh man, this is a scene, and then you actually like physically kill someone. But yeah. So, do you think he should face charges? No, you don't no. think so. Yeah, that's technically murder, right? Uh, no, because murder is with intent, and there was no intent. Very true. Very true. So, so if if anything, you're talking about like a manslaughter. Right case, but well, it'll it'll end up being which won't even go to court. They're gonna pay that family out, uh, like a massive amount of money, and then everything will be okay. And then new safety reg regulations will come in. That's the thing about like safety reg regulations is it's only up until bad shit happens and somebody dies, and then regulations get heightened. Um, so sorry, the assistant director did not know the the prop gun was loaded with live rounds. Oh, so it was a it was a live yeah. bullet. Okay, so yeah. it was the exact same. How do you not check that fucking shit real quick? Man. 
Like it almost seems like that that's intentional to not make sure whenever you're it's it's your job, man. Like you guys are doing this. It's on set. It's for a movie or the movie's called Rust or a series. I'm not sure which one it was, but it was the assistant director who handed him the gun. Like, come on. Like, that's your job, man. Like, if I'm going to hand someone a gun, like, I, even if it's a movie and you, you think there are blanks in it, I'm still probably going to check it two or three times. I don't even know what a blank would, like, look like compared to that. And especially, like, an, a novice, like an actor. You know, they just get handed some shit. Probably they wouldn't even know. But, I mean, you're talking about yeah. Alec Baldwin. This dude's a top 50 actor, you know? Like, he's getting paid large amounts of money. So, I'm sure the on-set, like, presence and what that feels like is upper echelon, you know? Yeah. And it's not like they just said, hey, man, we need a gun for this set. Can you just go get the gun from your house and then bring it up here and not unload it type of thing? You know, I feel like it, there would be more to the process than that. Man, that's 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 crazy. But once again, there is no way that it isn't just like negligence, but in, in an awful way, like negligence as far as like just not checking your shit. Isn't there an expert for like everything? Like if you have an animal on set, like you bring a cat to a set, doesn't there have to be like eight? People from PETA there, like, wearing hemp sweaters and, you know, they got to light some candles and shit and make sure that the cat feels okay before they film, you know? Yeah, you would think, especially Hollywood. So why not a gun expert, you know, like, checking all the shit before, you know, before that scene happens with, with a gun? Especially, like I, like I said, and I'm sure everybody was referencing the whole Brandon Lee thing because that was the one thing that comes to mind as far as actually, like, dying on set was Bruce Lee's son. Uh, in the crow, which I've never even seen that movie, but no. yeah, I, I don't know. I just kind of wanted to bring it up. It's just a, it's a weird situation, something you don't really see every day and feel. So for- as far as my opinion on the, on the whole thing is somebody's going to get paid out a bunch of money, new regulations will come in and then nobody will ever really be talking about this again because the girl who got killed wasn't Brandon Lee. It was, I don't even know. I can't even remember the name of the girl. I, I like briefly like, like I said, I was watching the movie Dune, and I was more worried about going to see the movie that I've been waiting for for, like, it feels like three years. But, but no, it's because she's not a big enough name. Like, this will be, like, swept up on the rug, like, like so quick. And just new regulations will come in, and a family right. will get paid out, and then that'll be it. That's it. <laughs> not wrong. So moving on, man. Um, things are affecting us in a hard way. I was watching, and we remember we had Jason on from The Angry Pepper, and I still follow him on YouTube, and there was just an interesting... Uh, a picture that he had shared. It's just this picture. And he's like, I just went to the grocery store and these items cost me $150. And I want to say it was like maybe 20 items, maybe less. And just the things that he had, you know, 20 items, I don't know what the average price, if it was 150 bucks, what that would be. But inflation is hitting at home. I mean, here in Missouri, we're looking at $3 and four cents a gallon in gas. We've seen that before. I feel like at some point, but then it went down really quick. I think we've seen $3 before. Uh, we, had, we had a gas crisis back in, Oh, it was between Oh five and like Oh 10 gas was like $4. It, it even probably got, it didn't close. hit $4 here. Yeah, it did. Really? In Missouri. hundred percent. I remember yeah. that. So it's not uncharted waters, but there are places in like California where I, there have been reports where it's hit $7 a gallon. Uh, me going to the grocery store, I think you can look across the board and see prices on meat have went up. They've kind of came down here where we're at. I remember probably a month ago for like two pounds of ground beef, it was over like 10 bucks. It was like 12, 13, 14 dollars. Now it's came back down in line around eight or nine if you have the saver, saver card or whatever. But um, inflation's happening. So you have Janet Yellen. She's like the, the head honcho for the Federal Reserve saying that we may not see breaks until second quarter of next year. 
or, or mid, middle year of next year is when we'll see inflation come back down. Okay. So what they're saying is inflation right now is at uh, like 5.4%. And there are reports out there that it's actually in the 11 to 12% of inflation. Now, I don't know what, and I need to probably brief myself on what no. 5% inflation means, but I mean. No, I've seen a lot of this because if you haven't gotten a pay raise, which is a big um, argument as far as living wages goes, like if you haven't increased your income by like 5%, you are losing money. Right. It's okay. Basically. So there you go. Yeah. So if you have your wages increased by 5%, you're just breaking even. But if it's not been increased uh, over this next, whatever, everything that's going on, you're, it's, you're literally making less money. Because you got to think about the dollar in in a weird sense. Not like it, a dollar is only good compared to everything else that you can buy with right. a dollar. So I, maybe like it's just the prices of pre-pandemic or just be like a year ago, even during the pandemic. But um, inflation's hitting hard. And and how long is it sustainable? Is there a lot of people out there that can wait up until the middle of next year to see these prices go back down. And when she says that, does that mean that it could only increase up until then, or is it going to hold steady where it's at? And even at this point, how expensive things are, it's just like, imagine how much money you're losing out on and you're not really able to save or invest because of this inflation. And you're looking at middle America and people who are, this is really affecting, you know, I mean, but I don't really see it. I mean, you don't see it at work. I feel like sales are up at all the restaurants that we work at. And I always feel like inflation hits the Midwest almost at the latest more so than it does like the East or West coast. No, I'll, I'll, I mean, I don't live on the East or West coast. I can only talk about as far as like the Midwest goes. Um, I don't pay enough attention to it to really have a good grasp on it. I, I know that it's happening, but like, cause a cheeseburger is still like a cheeseburger at McDonald's, you know, like you can still go to Mickey D's. Well, and, Chipotle's raised their prices across the board throughout all the have. United States. Yeah. yeah, they have. But um, but that was to your to your testament. They've increased their wages for workers, so they say. So that's why they 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 justify their price increases because of the higher wages for employees. Yeah, no, they just, they just refuse to allow CEOs to have less money. Like that that's the last person to make. Like they'll cut employees and raise prices and everything and make things more difficult before, you know, the CEO makes. You know the whole John Deere thing that's going on too. Uh. Uh-uh. Man, this I don't even know if this. Well, is I briefly on, heard about it. They lost the a lot of people because of the the wages, and then they just went and con- or hired yeah. out a whole bunch of other people, and they didn't feel it. Well, yeah, no, everybody uh, uh, went on strike from John Deere because the CEO paid himself out just this ridiculous amount of money, and then planned on like a dollar and like eighty three cent raise over the next like five years for the employees, and they're like, "No, you can go fuck yourself." Like we're not working for you anymore. Like you just made so much money off of our work basically. And then, which is why strikes are strikes. This is history repeating itself. And then they had, um, like people that weren't, um, what is it? Union coming in and trying to do the job. And then like people died and shit because they clearly don't know what they're doing as far as manufacturing goes. And he was still trying to keep things working. They just refused to give up any, any kind of money and pay people out. And it always, so, I mean, yeah. yeah, I don't get that. I feel like there's always two sides of the story, but is in, in that one, it's just like, what's the other side of these rich CEOs who want this unfathomable amount of money? And, and so and, and so I guess my next question would be is why aren't people wanting to work? And you bring up situations like, like that. that. Yeah, yeah. That, that's what it is. So it's not paying people. Enough. So when you look at unemployment rates right now for people of the ages of 25 to 54, which is prime years of work, being able to work, those are the years you're going to be able to do the most amount of efficiency, right? 
um, it's at 78% of those people are working. Okay. That's a, that's 2.4% below what it, below its level before the pandemic. So that's right around 2.4 million people. So, I, so I, that's just a lot of people. And is, is that the reason, you know what I'm saying? Is that the, yeah. the whole cause? Yeah. Because according to this, just this article that I read, 825,000 of those people don't want to come back to work still because of COVID and the pandemic. I mean, why would you want to go to work for something that can't afford things that you want anyway, whenever you can just feed off the government and then have, because I'm assuming they got to have income coming somewhere. It's got to be from the government, right? Well, I think when the pandemic happened and if people were still able, allowed to work, I'm sure a lot of people saved money during that time. And a lot of, they're saying that a, a lot of these able body workers of the ages of 25 to 54, a lot of them aren't coming back to work because they do have a nest egg and they, they were able to save money somehow or some way. And that's, and eventually you're right. That's going to run out. And then what are they going to do? They're going to have to go back into the workforce. But I feel like even, even if you take, let's say it's 30 million people, it looks to be like right around like 25 to 30 million people of the ages of 25 to 54 that aren't working. And all of that can't be due because of wages and COVID. You sure? You don't think people realized back, back whenever COVID first hit and they were getting paychecks that was twice his amount, uh, twice the amount that they were putting in like 40 hour like work weeks at like in Arby's or some shit. And they were go, man, all this money's here. Like a rational human thought was, wow, they had the money to pay us this whole time. And they've just been ripping me off for, you know, my time spent on this planet. There's a lot of places already that are conforming to these higher wages. I mean, you look at Missouri. In Missouri, by the I think it's this year, it's going to be like twelve fifty or thirteen twelve twelve fifty an hour or thirteen dollars an hour when it's all said and done. But my cousin's son, he's fifteen years old, got a job at Subway, and he's getting paid thirteen dollars an hour at fifteen years old. That's still not shit for someone who's fifteen. Are you kidding me? Do you know? Do you know that entry level shit like like jobs like that? If you account for inflation and everything people back in the 1950s were making like 17 18 dollars an hour in comparison that's still not matching but someone for who's who's 13 they're making 13 dollars an hour or 15 making 13 dollars an hour i think that that's justifiable you're working 40 hours what you're getting like a like a 450 dollar check in a week this is my big question is is the money there to pay people <clears throat> i think so it to, is there to, to an ex, to an extent but so it uh, is there it's, I, it's just this refusal to, to pay them because then people with so much and all they know, it's almost like a mental illness for me now. I almost like literally look at them as though you have a mental issue, just refuse to give up any of their, you know. I get that. They could pay more money, but at the same time, and I, and I know a lot of these places have sold out, right? Like Subway, the, the actual owner of Subway, I'm not sure it still exists, or maybe they still own some Subways or have stake in it. And it's just these other these it's a franchise, it's yeah, a franchise or these large company. corporate, yeah. But like people take risk if they're a franchisee, they take risk their own hard earned work and money. They take risk, and they say, "Hey, like you know, I'm gonna give it my all. This is my last shot in life. Like I'm gonna try and make this happen." And 20 years down the road, they have a hundred subways, right? And they're making a couple million dollars a year or however much money they're making. They took that risk sure. in life. So why that's why not is what it, I'm talking about? I'm I'm talking about the separation from where. But 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 you're saying you don't understand why they want to keep all that money. But it's like they worked hard for that money. You know what I'm saying? And now you want to take some of that money away. And I know it's millions. You know what I'm saying? Why do they need that much? And they need to pay these people, someone who's 15 years old, thirteen dollars an hour, when they don't even know what work is. 
You know what it, I'm saying? Like, it, how does that make it, sense? It comes down to a moral issue. Like, like, what do people deserve? Like, do people deserve a living wage? Like, no matter what? Like, yeah, yeah, no, I get this. And we've had this this discussion plenty of times about living wages and stuff like that. And I guess if you, if living wages to me doesn't seem like it, it, I don't know. Like, it's not a stretch to say, hey, we should, what is the living wage, right? Should we find out what that is? And that's the minimum. You can do that math. It's yeah. pretty easy. I feel like that. In your region. Yeah, I think that we should be able, to, I think that's a compromise I'd be willing to, to make. But now I'm kind of just after having all these podcasts that we've talked about and all these rich psychopathic people, I think for true entrepreneurs and what is true capitalism, I know you agree with true capitalism. We both know it's corrupted and that's not the system that we live in. Yeah. But for us, but for us, we, we still technically do have that opportunity, man. Like you and I could go, we could save for the next 10 years of our life, of our lives, you and I together. Mm -hmm. And let's say we each get a couple hundred thousand dollars. We invest, right. And then we decide to open up our own restaurant. And then we, that restaurant in the next 20 years turns into thousands of restaurants where we're making tens of millions of dollars every year. And we don't want to share that because we took our blood, sweat, and tears and risk to is do it. it. Really, is to it, do it. So what you're talking about is the idea of a self-made individual. Yeah. That still exists. Is there such a thing? It still exists. Is there such a thing as a self-made individual? I'm sure there... I mean, what you're saying without networking or getting investments without, or so, an investor and stuff so like that. So you can do it yourself. The opportunity exists. Like I said, if we made all the right financial decisions. That's, and, that's and, another moral issue that I have is there is no self-made people. It always takes other people to get to where you are kind of thing. And it's about paying them appropriately to get to where you are. And honestly, there, there's plenty of, um, you look at, oh, man, his name's Dan Price. He took a massive pay cut. I, I don't remember the like online uh, payment service that he started, the company that he started, and he took a massive pay cut. And he went down to $70,000 a year as far as the salary goes. And everybody else had a stake in the company. He like tripled his profits because he actually had people wanting to work for him. And he had this idea that it's, it's not so much like my ambitions and how many it's, it's other people that are, that are like with me too. And if I'm getting it, they need to get it too, because it's, it's on their, their work too, not just mine. Yeah. You're leading the creative idea behind it. You're leading the really ambitious part you know, and to say that, man, other people don't take a risk. Like, yeah, it's just higher risk. You know, I, I don't know. I, I have this weird thing of this idea of being self-made now, but whenever look, it takes so many other people so to be involved for that self-made person but so, to so, make it. But it's all How these, many people did it take for that self-made person to make that bank account build up, you yeah. know, that they have? Well, working for another company, but at, at that point... I mean, like for me, like bartending, like it would take a, a shit ton of time to even want to do something like that, to not have someone help me and invest in me and give me money to do that type of thing. Right. I would have to have someone else or unless I want to do it when I'm like 50 or 60 years old, because that's how long it would take me to save up unless I hit the right investments to open up my own restaurant. You're looking at like a million dollars. I'll never Which, have a million dollars. No, no. And that's another thing. It's unreasonable for millennials like me and you to, to be able to do things like this. Like it's. It's so out of place because it. But is it? Is it though? Be because the challenges are out there and they're. No, you can do it, but it's not like how it how it should have been. Like back, true capitalist, you know, like the fifties. Don't get me wrong; there was a bunch of shit wrong with America back in the fifties and sixties too. But man, you could start up your own business really easy. Me and you could sit down back Can't in you? the nineteen fifties and sixties. We could have had an empire, you know, in like twenty years if we really worked hard enough at it. Can't do that shit now. But do we work hard enough like they did back then? Do we really work hard enough? 
That's the question. It's not a matter. Okay. That's the question. And we're not really okay. talking. We're not really talking. Only to people. hard work only comes from what are your ambitions in life? My ambitions in life are not to be a CEO of a multi-million dollar company. That sounds terrible to me. Like I'm perfectly content with what I have right now. I don't need all that shit. But what I'm saying is some if, people apparently if, do and they if, have, they have that ambition to do so. But don't you think you could hit that if you wanted it? Yeah. If I wanted it, I don't want it. You could do it. Yeah. That exists. Like it's crazy still there. ambition to have that absolute so want to so, like do something. Then yeah. So that, that, op- there. that opportunity exists for everyone. Now what, what I know, but what does that cost sometimes? You know, like That's if you, true. if you want a million dollars, if, if I really wanted a million dollars and I had ambition to get a million dollars, how many, and, and you have to start tossing aside morality is what I'm saying for your want in life to want something. You start setting aside morality and then to get to this end goal of a million dollars. How many people did I fuck over? How many people did I like stole money from? And I don't even give a shit what the law says because the law says one thing, but morality says a different thing at least for me, and I'm like, yeah, you're just stealing people, and you're stealing people's time. Like, you know, you know, not, not to get too much conspiracy theory into it, I, I believe every, everybody's a slave in, in America yeah. as far as the workforce goes. Because you, yeah. But we choose that. We, I, I honestly believe we choose that. What, what other choice do we have? I you think know? that there are multiple. I think that comfortability in, in just... Every, everybody wants comfortability. Yeah, and we get that, and we don't Everybody know, should have that. Yeah, and, okay... I've said this before, like anyone can really go out there and if they really want to work hard, they can find an industry that they're good in. It doesn't have to be the service industry, which you can average 30 to $40 an hour bartending or serving tables and you can make a living for yourself and like, and then that's comfortable, right? But I, I don't know, man. I don't know. I had a train of thought, but then it kind of went man, away. It's been happening a lot lately. What ends up happening is you're fueling somebody else's dream. Like I'm fueling the the owner of the company that I work for. Right. I'm fueling his dream, but at it, at, the, at a sacrifice for my time, and he has to pay me a certain amount of money for that sacrifice of time because it's not something I really want to do. It's something that I need to be compensated for. That's the whole point of a job. Nobody wants like I'm not talking about a career. I'm talking about a fucking job. Nobody likes doing a job. You know what I mean? That's why we have the difference between the word job and like career. As far as like career path, man, this is what I'm super passionate about. And I'm going to, you know, I'm like, my aptitude is like strictly down this path, all that. I'm talking about a job. What they're doing is they're sacrificing their happiness and their time to make this CEO or owner's dream come true. So you should pay that person and be very thankful at the fact that they're giving up their limited time on this planet to do this so you can have your dream of this. And that's why I'm like, but you don't have need to, to be, but you don't have to do that. You don't have to help them with their dream. You choose to do that because you need a job, but we're the ones who didn't need, choose. That, didn't, that's what did, I'm saying. We didn't so, choose a career path because we were too comfortable in the life that we live. And we don't, no we don't ever sounded appealing to me, but to be honest with you, I just, I just never, nothing ever really clicked. So why, why should people who create jobs be affected by, I mean, how, how are they affecting you by what you're saying? Because you don't want a career path. So why are we, it, it, so you just want a job, man. You just want just a job. Like, and, and that's, that's on and you. That, and that's fine. But this is, this is what I was getting at earlier is I'm sacrificing my time spent on this planet for, you know, being up. You know, I 
walking around. It's probably doing damage to my knees, doing damage to my fucking psyche. I know my cortisone levels are fucking but high. You chose it. From fucking, yeah, I know, but I want to be, but I am, I'm helping fuel your dream. So that's what I'm being compensated for. Yeah. And that's fine. That's kind of how like hierarchy structures fucking work in general. It's just these people that are doing it and sacrificing them, you know, their, their body, their mind and their time on this planet aren't being compensated appropriately for it. Yeah. You're going to pay them more. Yeah. Pay them more. Uh, like, like let them have, you know, better shit. If you wouldn't have like labor laws back that happened in like the, the 1940s or whatever, as far as like unions go, we'd still be working 60 hours a week with no overtime. You know what I mean? Like everybody tried to get away from, you know, get away with that. But so I guess they, that, that could kind of bring me into this, this point. We can still stay where we're at. Um, but is the result, what's of- your view on a human being at that point? Are we, are we really equal? Because I don't, I don't, CEOs and shit of major corporations, there is no way with a straight face, Jeff Bezos can look me in the eye and say, all men are equal. I go, oh, really? Why don't you just fucking pay him then? This is what's, man, there's a lot of things, and I hate bringing up the service industry. It's the only example that I can, I can give right now because it's the one that I'm in. And I believe the structuring of the service industry is really wonky because somehow the service industry got away with, hey, we're not going to pay our employees and the customers that come in are going to pay our employees. Oh, and then the other employees that don't interact with the customers, our employees are going to end up paying them. <laughs> so we just we just somehow in service industry, like the owners of restaurants just don't pay people. <laughs> and, don't you and they get away with that kind somehow. of smart though? It's a weird... I like it, honestly. It's, because I, I mean, man, I'm, I'd have to really... I don't want to shit on it too hard. I'd really have to sit down, even though I kind of bitch about it, but also at the same time, whenever you go and you just want to pay me $15 an hour, I go, no, that's okay. Because I make more from tips. So it's a right. weird gray area. That's what for I'm me. saying. How, I'm is, not, it, how is it gray? It, they no, try to because, they no, try because to... There, is, there is some bad in there. Because it, within the service industry, literally, basically the employer so, of you says, hey, we're not going to pay you. But the customers are going to pay you. Oh, and by the way, the other people that we hired... You got to pay some of their salary too, because I don't want to pay them. And man, like I said, I, it's a weird gray area because I'd have to see the overarching math. And maybe that's just what it I takes think, to th- run a restaurant. I think it all works. Every though. other business doesn't work that way. I the service industry is a weird one. I think it all works in the end. I didn't want to use it as an example because the yeah, service yeah, yeah. industry is such a weird area where the money comes from. And I don't, you know, I'd like to see some, you know, some ledgers on where money has been made through like Applebee's or, you know, Buffalo Wild Wings and, you know, where that money's going and whether or not they actually could pay people more and not have employee employees have to pay other employees to do their shit. It's almost like a strip club. It's very similar. <laughs> very. You're not wrong. It's, it's oddly it similar really is, yeah. to that. Although strip clubs make more sense. A lot more money opportunity there. If I had tits, I'd fucking, I'd probably be doing that. Well, I do have tits, just not... <laughs> It's not good ones. But uh, where was I going with that? Okay, real quick. I'm just going to throw this in there. I'm, I'm just curious because right now we're looking at, and we can, like I said, we're going to stay with where we're at because I really like this topic and we're, we're hitting it a different way than we normally do, I feel like. But right now on the coast of California, you have like 100 cargo ships just chilling. And typically uh, pre-pandemic, you're looking at five or seven to 12 ships in a given time period is the most you would see. They have both our cargo ships lining up. So what, what I'm curious is, is could also the reason for inflation be the fact that in all of these countries, 
I mean, I, I'd be curious to know how many countries did stimuluses for people who weren't working. I mean, everyone in America got it if you qualified. And the, the qualifi- qualifications weren't too hard. Be over 18, have a prior year's tax, all this other stuff, which isn't a lot in America. A lot of people got the stimulus. All first world, like first world. Yeah, you know? which is what I'm trying to say. So could that have created inflation in itself when you're giving everyone money? You know, uh, I, I forget the total amount of money. Um, but I think it was close to, it was like right around 900 bucks a week for, it was like for three or four months that you would get state and federal combined that you would get 900 a week. It was almost a thousand bucks a week. So they were getting close to like a, a $65,000 salary a year for a couple months is what everyone was getting. So you're having people who have never reached that plateau and they're now getting that, you know what I'm saying? On, on addition of these $1,200 stimulus checks another 1200 or another 1500 you know that happened a few times so is the demand for goods so high that are you it, asking if it made people lazy no 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 i'm just saying the reason i don't know it almost felt like you were kind of well i mean going that way kind of kind of but what i'm saying is are you the reason that these cargo ships there's a hundred stockpiled is it because there's so much demand for so many goods because so many so much more people have more money than they've ever had before and you're talking millions and millions of people had access to this type of money. No, that can't be the case. You don't think so? You don't think if everyone had a living wage that the demand would be so high for things? No, because like the same issue why we can't get um, certain imported bottled beer isn't because the beer is not there. It's because the glass blowers aren't working. So why aren't the glass bl- blowers working? You, you, I don't, you, I don't you know, know. I don't know. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so why... Why do the glass blowers not want to work? Could be because of money. That's the only reason. So I think we we talked about this, and I'd, I'd be curious to go back to the last podcast. Is the fact that maybe these people were they were getting this nine hundred bucks a week, and then COVID ended, and they're like, I'm not going to go back to a job that pays me less than that. Man, we're we're so interconnected in in the world, and regardless of how hard the media tries to cover this up, but there is a horrible distribution of wealth issue in in the world. Like I read a stat, man. This was nuts. Everybody ten, sees it now. Ten like, ten percent of all stocks. All right, ten percent of okay. So it's like ninety eight percent of all stocks are owned by like it's eighty nine percent. Eighty all stocks yeah. are owned by ten percent of people. Yeah, that's insane. It, it's it, so and it's only to, progressing in in that direction. And come to find out, it's Van- same thing with the housing market. Same thing with property ownership. Well, no, no, no. Everything. Yeah. It's Vanguard and it's BlackRock. They almost own everything. Mm-hmm. Are there major shareholders in almost anything, any stock, any finance stock that yep. you look up? Disney, Hulu, um, CNN, Fox. And I mean, you're talking about polar opposites, left, right. Vanguard and BlackRock own both. Are they have major shareholders in both? Yeah. But I mean, don't you have access to Robinhood? You can buy ETF Vanguards and stuff like that. Sure. So, so could that sure. so could that be misconstrued to say that maybe a lot of people are buying into Vanguard or why why is it that okay. Vanguard and BlackRock okay. own so much? This is a very easy one to answer because look at your income. It takes income to be able to invest. Look at the income difference. Look at how people are generally paid. If you look at the cycle of the people that so owning owning a company creates product or whatever pays people to fucking do it. They're allowed to fucking invest back into that company, right? What happens when the majority of that wealth that's made from profit goes up here? Where do they? Where do you really think they're putting their money? It's reinvesting. Now, how much can the person that's making way less than them is able to fucking in, um, put back into into investments? Way fucking less. 
and then you and then you have this force coupled thing to where the rich just become richer and and you were just down here. So then they pull out, they pull out, and then the stock drops, they take all your money. Yeah. And then so, they have foresight. And, and then the big ones, like like I said, I don't know if, or not like I said, uh, but people like pre-pandemic, uh, all those politicians that like heard about that shit. Yeah. And they pull their Insider money Insider trading, yeah. Yeah. Which I've heard that they're being looked into. But this is like, you know, that's right. what's going to end up happening. Yeah. But no, this is what you get. It's just this cycle and you'll never be able to catch back up. So why does the stock that? stock market exist? Is it only for the rich? This, I feel like now now it is. So it, was it, it used to be it used to be for How could it ever work in a good way unless you put a cap on how much someone could invest? I'm pretty sure bonds even happened before the stock market and bonds were kind of the same kind of the same idea as to where it, it's almost like um man, I'm not a financial advisor at all. I'm probably going to like butcher this. But if you own something and you want to expand, uh, what you can do is you can start piecing out ownership of the company or like value to the company. That way you can receive immediate revenue because they're paying the most liquid thing in the world, which is cash, to you. That way you can go and spend it for expansion or whatever is bonds. You know, all that. that that's why all that happens. Payoffs, debts, or whatever. Like that's, that's how that shit works. You're borrowing money from someone. Well, it's... It's a loan. It's not loaning money. It's selling off a portion of a company to where you can get a liquid asset, which is cash, right off. So you don't. Right off the you, bat. you no longer own one hundred percent of what of what your business yeah. is, and you get a bond in return. Well, no, or man, an investment. I, I don't. I don't know enough about bonds. Bonds work in a weird way. You get like ten years, so you pay. Um, I'm pretty sure, man. I don't. I don't want to butcher. Yeah. I don't even want to go down this road with For bonds. Sure. Yeah, yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't yeah. know enough about bonds. I'm just. I'm, I'm curious. Like. Uh, so I, when the stock market first, but its inception, I'm it's just, like liquidating. It's it's like liquidating. Uh, it's like liquidating your company to an extent. Whenever you go public, that way you can receive immediate like cash for that, and then you can, like I said, the majority of the time it's to like pay off debts because it takes a lot of debt to be able to run a company. You know that that's always that's always the case within any company. So you're just hoping because that you have people... to pay other companies to be able to make your company, right? You know. But what I'm saying is for like exist. Okay, so. How did it get to the point where Vanguard and, and BlackRock can just soak up everything and buy major shareholders in all major corporations? I don't think that's what the stock market was in place for, is for one or two companies to soak up everything. No, this, the and, stock- why weren't, and why weren't things put in place to stop that from happening? You know what I'm saying? Like, that, the, that's okay. just, like if, if, you owned, if you owned a bar, right? Like you solely owned a bar and you started having trouble with the bar for whatever reason. And then you came to me and you're like, hey, I need some help with the bar. I, I have debts, whatever, that I need to pay. Do you want to literally split this down the middle? You give me X amount of money. I'm going to sell off half of my rights and profits to this bar if I, I get the cash right now to be able to pay this off, to be able to make this work, and then now we can become business partners mm-hmm. kind of thing. That's like like tippy-top like level it's like splitting 50 50 now you get stocks that are millionth mil, like point zero 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 like a lot of fucking zeros and then one percent that same idea so they're just buying up all these companies when they need money well oh man maybe maybe i misheard your question I'm seeing, your question again i'm saying how is black uh vanguard and, and black blackrock able to soak up 
all these large corporations. Like I said, man, they they have major shareholders they're, in everything, and if not major, the top that, shareholders. That's what they do. They're conglomerates. But that, that's that's what they do. Like Berkshire Hathaway, it's, it's it's all the same yeah, shit. But don't you think basically it, basically you buy up massive portions of of companies? Do you think Elon Musk is involved with Vanguard and BlackRock? With the amount of money, or him and Jeff I mean, Bezos? Every, everything is like interconnected in some way. They all hang out together in like tuxes and shit. Yeah, yeah. Who? Okay, if you had that kind of money, do you think you just go home every night and hop on your iPad? And then pull up your Bank of America account and then look at that number and then like jerk off. No, you move shit around. You get assets. You get assets. You have to constantly be moving it. Like like talking and shit. That's that's what that's what drives them. There it's yeah. like this I, I think I guess one of my question was I, I just what it boils down. They're true down. hunter gatherers, you know. Well yeah. they're not hunters, they're gatherers. Yeah. They just gather the money. I don't think the stock they market pay the hunters. I don't think the stock market there should have been something in place to not allow like a a, a, a conglomeration of this size. And maybe it wouldn't matter. Maybe it just it's bound to happen regardless. But I don't know. You you know it's a weird thing. So I'm I could be getting this wrong because it's been a while. But um, there's like four corporations, and are those some of the two that you're talking about that literally own everything in America? Like it's, if you if yeah, you keep four corporations, but they're if all you intertwined. Keep zooming out, like if you keep zooming out, you know, like you have your Subway, your Starbucks, fucking yeah. You know the two top companies uh, you're gonna that you're gonna reach is and Van- eventually you zoom out and then eventually you see the connection between the two and then eventually there's only a handful of companies right there's two and it's Vanguard and BlackRock okay what what was a huge thing within um, the foundation of our economics was um, not allowing monopolies right like you can't own mold I remember being taught monopolies in school. And they literally used the reference of like pizza shops. They were like, "Hey, if if you have three, if you have three pizza places, right, A, B, and C, you can take over, you can take over two of them, but you have to, as as American law, you cannot take over the third one because then you have you could make pizzas fifty dollars a pizza, and people want pizza, they're gonna pay it. Yeah. And what you're doing is you're taking advantage of people." That's the most simplistic way for me to explain monopolies. Well, how has it changed if there's only four fucking companies that own all the motherfucking companies, how there's not a monopoly happening somewhere within that? How do they get around the legality? I mean, I guess that they fucking have. But how do you get around that legality to where... Because they create the laws. They create the laws with lobbyists and shit like that. They're in bed with the government and the Congress and all that stuff like you stated earlier. Our government's, bed, not corrupt, yeah, our no, government's not corrupt, bro. Our government's not corrupt. And for people who don't see that, that just makes me completely bro, frustrated. Our, our, cover, our government's only worried about me. Yeah. Only That's me. it. That's man. it, man. They're so concerned with you, they want to inject you with the jab, man. Yeah, yeah. Dude, they're so concerned with me, they listen to everything I say off my phone. Yes. You know, because they're, they're really worried about me. They, they want to be like, hey, man, anything he needs, we need to be listening in on him to make sure that he gets his needs. Did you ever watch the, A Brave New World? No, I didn't. I'm going to check that Can out. Can I take a shot of that, actually? Yeah. Let me take a pull of this guy. Man, it's a fat bottle. Man. Yeah. Fat bottle. Makers, man. That's the good shit right there. Makers, Mark. It's classy. It reminds me of, like, old school 1800s, like how they'd stamp a letter. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. they put the stamp on there. The wax, yeah. yeah. The wax stamp. Hell yeah. And that's what they're going for. I just, with all this inflation, man, it just, it begs the question of how we got here. And I think we all know the answer to that, man. And 
We've talked about it so many times, and I hate rehashing it. And I, and I feel like a lot of the YouTube channels that it I needs watch, to be talked about. they rehash it as well. You're right. We need to talk about it is the fact that I don't. I think no matter what we do, or even if the Constitution was complete and was being fulfilled, how it was supposed to be, how it was when it was written in the seventeen in seventeen seventy six, I still think you end up with this problem, especially financially in the financial world, with all these people gathering these large amounts of wealth and having this disparity in 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 gaps of wealth be, between the poor and the rich. I think that's always going to exist with humans. I don't think that there's this perfect world where everyone makes the same amount of money. And I know you're not asking for that. I know you, you specifically an just, said, you just said a living wage and I'm down for a living wage, man. I also get down with the people who say like, do, do you really need you, to you make a living wage flipping burgers at McDonald's? And, and I don't think that they should. And then if McDonald's doesn't exist anymore, then I'm okay with that. I don't fucking care if McDonald's Wait, you don't, you don't think people working at McDonald's don't deserve a living wage? I've worked at McDonald's. It was my first job. I don't think it's a job for someone who's an adult. That's just my opinion. And if it is a job for someone who's an adult, they're most likely a manager or they've received raises throughout the years because they perform more tasks within that environment that allows them to make a living wage. And if McDonald's doesn't want to pay that and they're like, hey, I can't afford you, How do- that's McDonald's' right to do that. And they're just going to say, hey, I'm going to hire this 16-year-old or 15-year-old who can do this job who doesn't really need a living wage. They just need to know what work is. So now it's age-based. So basically what you're saying is if you have an entry, what you consider an entry-level wage job and mm-hmm. you're 35, should you be paid more than the 17-year-old that does the job better? No, no. No, I mean, and then you're just fucked because 17 year olds don't deserve a living wage. I feel and, and I, so now go to your fucking box out by, back behind like fucking high V and then go to work. I think, you it, know, uh, 40 it, hours a fucking week. So what I'm saying is, man, you have to find your niche, what you're good at. And, and I'm not saying people you shouldn't have to. You no, no, shouldn't no, no. have to fucking do that. No, Jesse, this is what I'm no. Jesse, this is what I'm fucking bro. getting at. Hear, hear me out. Okay. Nobody, nobody has to figure out what the fuck they're doing. In Someone this life. who's thirty-five who wants to work at McDonald's, flipping fucking no. burgers, working at the cash we, register. We does have not, They do not deserve a living wage. They don't. Yes, they, they don't. Do. They need to yes, go. They, do. they need to. You get, don't have to get your fucking niche. I'm not saying they deserve a fucking uh, Lamborghini either. But guess what? They deserve to be able to put food on the fucking table, not have to worry about fucking uh paying rent fucking late. They should be able to pay for like transportation. Okay, so check in it the out. fucking general life because they're they're like I said before to reiterate this, they're spending their life, their time on this planet, their body, their mental, their mental state, so somebody else's dream can fucking flourish for sure. And they should be paid appropriately for that. I'm 30. to where they can do their shit too. I'm thirty and not have to be so worried about shit. I'm thirty two. It's not that fucking difficult. I'm thirty two. And if I decided that I wanted I'd to pull go- a mask off of Bernie Sanders, yeah, <laughs> Bernie Sanders, I've been here the whole time. <laughs> if I, I'm 32 and if I wanted to go work at McDonald's right now, I can guarantee you with what I've done and the, the, what I've done in my life to where I've reached now, I would make more than a living wage at McDonald's because of what I've done. Someone who is 32 years old. It's exploitative work is what you're getting Who at. in their right mind at 32 is going to sit down in an interview at McDonald's and say, yeah, I'll take 10 bucks an hour. Dude, shit. And if they did take it, then there's... People, people who are just trying to get their shit together. You don't know people's lives? Bro, I don't. Every, people don't know my lives, man. But no, dude, everybody's going through different shit. Everyone wants a handout. At least give them enough to like have a decent life. If, like It's not that... How much technology we fucking have right now should baffle so fucking anybody. Should, then they should use it that. It should to, not be that fucking difficult. Then those people should use technology to their advantage. 
And how? They, and what do you mean how? They have to have the money to buy the technology they to can, buy the fucking the place to go and live. Go work at McDonald's for a few hours making 10 bucks Those an hour. Those people probably need fucking therapy. You know how much fucking like mental health insurance and just health insurance yeah. in general fucking costs? We're talking about able-bodied people here. I'm not talking about people with mental health issues. That's a completely different story, man. Those people really do need help. People, anyone with mental health issues does need help, and we need to figure that out, and it's completely done. I'm talking about able-bodied, able-bodied people who can work and make an impact and are efficient. They should not be able to walk into McDonald's at 35 years old and make a living wage because there's other things out there, and they should be more efficient at that age than what they are. And if they're not, then you're right. They most likely probably do need help, and there should be different avenues for those people to take. There's, man... There's just so much to where I'm like, you don't have to have a dream of building a corporation, building a company, having a fucking career. That exists. And then, and then all of a sudden you get like, you get used up by society. You can be just, you should be able to be just, yeah, I'm, I'm willing to like basically sell myself to your company, but I need to be able to do my own shit too, because I guarantee you they have dreams. It's just not financial ones and it's not of great ambitions of money. Sure. But they need to they those, need to be able to make enough those jobs to exist. where they can sit down and read magazines or fucking color in a coloring book. I don't fucking know what they like to do. But so we're sitting here having this conversation, and you and I have never left the restaurant industry. You did briefly. No, I have no I did ambitions. Briefly, but what, it, it, but that's what I'm I saying. have no ambitions. So, not to say that I'm not like that. I'm not but, a lover of life, and, you're, and not like what you're asking for exists. There are jobs out there that probably allow you to enjoy. What it is that you want in life and still not make, about me. And, I fucking figured it out and still make a living wage. But I'm worried about, okay, it's not like I have a hundred percent figured it out. I'm worried about everybody else that I fucking see that I know are fucking struggling. I have it figured out more than most millennials. Like, and I still don't, I'm not even close to fucking anything at all. And I have it better than, better than a lot of millennials that I fucking see. And it's not, man, just pay people fucking pay people enough money. To like work a forty hour week and then not have to worry about so finances and shit or like you know people, health people, level shit. I know this sounds weird, you know, but make sure other people are happy too with, with yeah. their lives that aren't ambitious either. You know, but a lot of these things are jobs and people don't want to do these jobs. And you're saying pay them appropriate. Nobody wants to do a but job. Hold on, hold on. Name but, somebody who gets excited about a but job. Che- but check this Nobody's out. Nobody's excited about if, a fucking job. If you excel at your job, it is a sacrifice of your fucking self to do. If that you job. excel at your job, and I would, I would, and you know what? I'm only taking my practice. I'm only taking what I've done in life. At each job that I've been at, I have excelled, and these are lower entry jobs, right? Restaurants, grocery stores, mainly. Moving company, sure. moving company. I have. And there ex- is work ethic in there. I have. There, there I is ha- work, work I, ethic is separate. Yes, and I have. Ex- and I have excelled, and I made a very low wage at the start of each job, and I excelled so well to where I am above a living wage at each job, because that is me excelling as a person. You know what I'm saying? So what I so to go further on to that should lazy people should lazy people be able to have be able to have shit. I mean, if they're lazy, then they're gonna get what they get. They're gonna, like you okay. said, this life is finite, man. Like, okay. if you if you want a living wage, so this you is an easy way to fix this. Work for it, man. You're, is- you're still in America. You still have access to more than any other person in the world. 
Someone who doesn't have a job and is homeless is probably most likely living better than someone in a third world country, which is crazy to see. Do lazy people take advantage of hardworking people? Yeah, 100%. Food stamps, housing, all that type of shit. Yeah, 100%. I need to piss, but I don't have the guest on or Johnny sitting here, and you're going to have dead air. No, nah, bro, we can, we can end it here shortly at 50 minutes. I'm not worried about it. Okay, because I got to piss real yeah. bad. So and that, that would be down a, a conversation probably for a separate day that, you know, because that, that's a deep one there. Is should we compensate for lazy people? Again, I'm all on board with mental... Man, mental gotta, man there are so many angles to that, though. Dude. You cannot I, take that at just fucking face value for... There was... I wanted that to spark some other shit, but my bladder's full. And we'll leave it at that, ladies and gentlemen. That's what you we're going to do. We'll, we'll you know, I'm there. like eight, 98 years old. Bernie Sanders here tonight. Yeah. You know, <laughs> sadly, Jesse and Johnny couldn't make it. Bernie Sanders is here tonight. <laughs> and my bladder is full. All right. The best thing you guys can do for this channel, honestly, is just spread the word. Uh, hit the like button. Hit the subscribe button to all our junkies out there. Stay fly and vote for me. 2024 Bernie Sanders. Let's go, guys. Let's get on this.